Good day, everyone. This is Dave Rhymes, and you're listening to Sound Bites, where sound theology and sound advice meets everyday life. If God's promises are tried and true, how then should we live? Is our faith backed up by real-life action, or is it all talk? In this soundbite, Pastor Orange shows that promises well-tried demand a life of faith intentionally lived. Content, seriously content. The second part of this is God's promises are proven, so live like it. That's where the boldness part comes in. God has proven himself faithful, so live like it. Live like you are following, trusting a faithful God. Wringing hands and worried What's going to happen? I don't know. Trust him. Live with this kind of boldness in the Lord. This confidence in him. Not in yourself, not in your abilities, your righteousness, your goodness, but in him. He has, in verse 138, he says, he has appointed his testimonies. He's given them purpose. So what is that purpose? righteousness. And he's done this in all faithfulness. So here, so here it is. God has given the purpose of his testimonies, righteousness for your sake, and he's done that because he's faithful to you. Your response is to be faithful to him. He's proven that his word is trustworthy. And the greatest proof we have is Jesus. Jesus is the proof that God's word is trustworthy and true. Here's some questions for you. Do, do, does God love you? How do you know? He died to save your soul. Next question. Does God care about your righteousness? How do you know? Because the blood of Jesus has made you holy. Next question. Does God hear your prayer? How do you know? Because Jesus lives to intercede on behalf of his people. Is God advancing his kingdom? How do you know? Because Jesus says his kingdom will not be defeated. Will God be exalted? How do you know? Because Jesus said he's coming back. The Father will be exalted. The Son will be exalted. The Spirit will be exalted. The church will be raised. God says, I will exalt my church because she trusted me. Man, if that doesn't give us some kind of boldness, I don't know what will. God says, have faith in me. Do as I have commanded you, and I will show you just how faithful I am. The Bible says, don't put God to the test. I believe that. And what that means is don't test God by sinning, thinking he's not going to do anything about it. But the Bible also says to trust the Lord or to put to test his words. What that simply means is go and do as God has commanded and see if it doesn't work out for your blessing in life. Just trust me, just do what I tell you, do it the way that I've told you, and watch what I do in your life. So try it if you haven't done it yet. Trust the Lord's way. And what you're going to find is a growing contentment, but also a boldness to keep trusting God. 
What we have to do is to back up our faith with actual actions, with real life actions. We don't just say it. We don't just sing about it here and preach about it here and believe it here and then walk out into the world and just forget. Just, oh, well, that was good for that time, but it has no bearing on my life the other six days of the week. If we're going to gather every week and sing of God's holiness and how we behold the wondrous mysteries and we sing, oh, Lord, I need you, and we say that and we sing it and we believe it, then it should have some kind of reflection in our lives when we leave this place and go live our lives out there as missionaries in the world. Sunday-only Christians are usually Christian in name only. You don't see much Jesus in them the rest of the week. But everyday believers who love the Lord, you see in their lives evidence, by no means perfect, but you see evidence of God's faithfulness to them. And in verse 143, as I mentioned earlier, Trouble and anguish have found me out. Have you experienced this? You feel like at some point in your life, maybe it's now, maybe it was in the past, you feel like you were, you were doing a sufficient job of staying away out of trouble and anguish, but somehow it found you. It found you. It's going to. You're not that good that you were spared from the trouble and anguish of life. It will find you out. So when it does, what will you do? What will your life say, your words, your actions, even what you think and believe to yourself, what will that say about what's really in your heart? David says, the trouble and anguish have found me out, but your commandments are my delight. Trouble and anguish poured on me, but I'm smiling because I know you, Jesus. I know you're good to me. Even when the world keeps kicking me when I'm down. You need better words to believe when those waves come crashing. I want to share with you a bit of a personal story. It's more about my mom than me, really. Um, my mom and dad, last year during the pandemic, uh, began to send text messages to all their friends and church members of, of a daily devotional. They did this faithfully every day and blessed a lot of people. This past week, my mom found out that she has a brain aneurysm. Um, we found out recently, this, later in the week, that it's not as serious as first thought. So they're keeping an eye on it. And she, she, she's doing okay right now. Um, but she had a bad week last week, obviously. Most of us would. And she had a bit of a meltdown when she got the news of this aneurysm. And she sent a text message out. And she doesn't know that I'm doing this. So, Mom, if you're watching this, I love you. She probably is watching this live right now. Um, we're using you as a sermon illustration. May not be the last time. We'll see. I want to read what, what, what my mom wrote, all right? For the past year and a half, we have been posting our devotions to you and praying that they minister to you as they have for us. We have given scripture on surrender, prayer, praise, encouragement, love, faith, trust, promises, fear, right? Well, today I'm here to say that yesterday after my meltdown, the Lord reminded me that it is one thing to say these things and another to put these truths into action. I know in my heart that God is watching out for me and protecting me. My part is putting my complete trust and faith in God and his perfect timing. We believe in a God 
whom we can trust absolutely and will never let us down. He is incapable of lying to us. He always delivers on his promises. He is always there when we need him. And she closes with this, Psalm 25, verse 1. In you, Lord, I put my trust. If you're stuck in the maze, and you don't know where to go, why don't you start with Psalm 25, verse 1. In you, Lord, I put my trust. When the bad news comes by the phone or from the doctor, pray this prayer. In you, Lord, I put my trust. When a child is wayward, you don't know how to get them back, pray this prayer. In you, Lord, I put my trust. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know where we're headed. Pray this prayer every minute of every day if you have to. In you, O Lord, I put my trust. And then go live like it. So does your life today testify to complete trust in God? And if it doesn't, listen, it's okay. Let's just deal with it now. Don't look back and go, look at all the ways that I failed. Friends, the blood of Jesus washed it away. It's gone. It's gone. God is not recounting your failures. He's saying, look at me now. Trust me now. Today, trust me. I will get you through. And then tomorrow, if you're so lucky to have a tomorrow by God's grace, then you can live for him then too. So for the dads and moms that are struggling to teach and lead their children, how does your trust in God's work in your life live itself out in practical ways before your family? What about all the teachers and administrators in the room today? The new school year, it can be stressful, a real beatdown sometimes. Does your belief in God and trust in God give you confidence and contentment in these difficult days? Some of you have lost loved ones recently. Maybe you are currently tending to an ailing parent or spouse. How are God's well-tried promises serving you right now? What about our church life? How do we together testify to this and the work that we do? What about how we pray? Do we pray with contentment and with boldness before the Lord? How much do you want that person in your life to know Jesus? It's that one person. How much? Will you invite them to come to church with you? Will you plead for their soul? Will you share the gospel with them so they can believe? Contentment and boldness. And the fear that grips you when all the unexpected comes. Will you trust the Lord? Our world needs to see seriously convinced Christians who are at the same time seriously happy to follow Jesus. So let's spend our lives doing this, and there will never be a regret. We'll get our way through the maze, and on the other side will be Jesus.
fact, he's walking with us through the maze as we speak. Thanks for listening. We pray this clip has been helpful and invite you to connect with more content from First Baptist on our website at fbcbr.com or through our social media accounts on Facebook and Instagram, username at fbcbr. Until next time, let us keep looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God.